Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions. All right, let's roll. Game Time Decisions, Ready for Rage Radio. I am Gabriel Morenci. And I might have a, a hard time doing something that uh, people uh, would find hard to believe. Talk. <laughs> As uh, I spent uh, 90 minutes in the electric chair, the dentist chair. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> and uh, it sounds like uh, next door to us, they're doing some drilling right now. And it's just like, it never ends. <laughs> That's the last thing you want to hear right now. Drilling sounds. You don't really feel anything, but... A little numb? You hear, like, a lot of drilling. and yeah. Like, they were digging in, man. Like, it, it was a workout. Yeah. I, I, I need to go get my uh, my chiclets uh, polished up, too. Not fun. It was uh, it was a workout uh, for the lady. It's like uh, 90 minutes. Uh, most of the time you go in there, it's like 30 minutes or something. Like, they had me scheduled for three and a half hours today. Hey, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Put the brakes yeah, on. That, I got a radio a, show. That's a long time. <laughs> That's a long time to be a PhD. Three and a half hours in a chair? No thanks. Yeah. Like, I was like, come on, man. Like, yeah, well, can, we, can we work this out? Yeah. So I asked them, how much is this three hours in the chair going to cost? And uh, it was in a $900 range. Ooh, let's get it lower. Yeah. So I basically stated, uh, that's, you know, I said, I'm not, like, wussing out from yeah. I'm aware. Yeah. What, you know, I know what needs to be done here, but. Let's go with the four-tier plan. I said, yeah, like, you know. Lower payments. 900 at once right now. It's just a little, yeah. little, yeah, a little go, steep. Going to Vegas. That's the thing. Hey, just dropping a dime on getting teeth fixed. Uh, it never ends. Yeah. Teeth are important, though. Never ends. And, and I got to tell you, I, from a guy that's done shows with you for a long time, they look a lot sparklier. I appreciate that. I need to get that. mine done too at the back because I drink a lot of about eight hundred, nine hundred uh, bucks uh, deep. Yeah, uh, but you know I put it off for a long time, so you know, you pay the price. So you do. The left side of my face is all numb right now. Yeah. I gave you the old uh, freeze job. Yeah, it's starting to wear off a little bit. Yeah. I wish it wasn't because now I'm starting to feel what they did. Yeah, that's the thing. The freeze. I got <laughs> I got a filling put in there, and I'm starting to feel it a yeah. bit. Wasn't that bad though, to be honest. Like it's you know the dentist has come a long way with technology. They sure have. You know, I I, I don't like dentists, so I just sort of picture like old school and like kind of crazy and ripping things out. Sharp and, items. Yeah, this place they've got like hot uh, Russian um, assistants. Yeah, dental hygienists. Yeah. I guess uh, it's yes, yes. Yeah, assistants. Yeah. It's one of these, like, new school places. They have, like, a leather massage chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny. A lot of chicks from the Eastern Bloc get so into it's dentistry. Like, uh, it probes your back while this is going on. <laughs> You're getting poked in the back with this leather chair. Normally, they have, like, TV. But, uh, of course, uh, Rogers, Rogers was on scene. There was a problem. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cable, Cable's out. Cable's out. <laughs> she told me. She said, last time you were here, you watched TV. But... No TV today. Other than today was the last time. How many years has it been before you've gone? 
Oh, like five, yeah, for seven. Me, I'm working on. I'm working eight. on. I'm working on five myself. A long time, like a long time. When, when you don't have dental, it's one of those things you don't think about. You just don't go, and then the problems get worse. No, you sort of, you know, exactly. You go if like you're in sheer pain or yeah. something like that, right? If you can fight it off, you're not going because you know it's going to be an expensive trip. I once actually was years ago. I forgot about that. Once I was in sheer pain, I had to go to like an emergency dentist in the middle of the night. Ugh. Cost a ton of money. And, uh, yeah, they just ripped it out. Oh, they just, like, oh, they literally got in there and just ripped out the whole tooth. It was, yeah, I just uh, accepted. Like, yeah. yeah, I don't have a tooth in the back yeah. there. I just sort of accepted that it was done. And, uh, yeah, it's fine. It, it's fine. But, yeah, actually, it's like the guy said. Uh, he said, you know, in life, things aren't always as bad as they seem to be. Because I was freaked out. And he goes, hey, you've come a long way even in a week since the last week uh, you were here as far as, uh, you know, everything is concerned. But, yeah, you know, from the first time I sat down, it was tough. Like, uh, I, like just the, the simple thing, they wanted to do an x-ray, and I had yeah. to bite down on something. Yeah, yeah, you bite down on the sides. Yeah, but it was like this metal thing they stuck yeah. in my mouth, and I had to bite down on it. And it took me, like, you know, five, six attempts. And I told the dude, I said, listen, I'm kind of freaked out here by this. And, uh, but now, you know, today I was just like, whatever, dude. Just do what you're going to do and get it over with. Yeah, I told my doctor hygienist they're mixing up a putty, a paste for a mold for me. And I go, listen, she was pretty hot, the chick, too. And I remember I go, listen, I don't want to offend you or anything, but when you make that mold, like, don't over, like, don't overfill it there. Like, you just, just go to, the, like, the bare minimum. I don't want extra, I don't want extra putty. She's like, well, you got a problem? I go, I got a, re- I go, I got a really long tongue and a gag reflex. I go, I'm going to puke on you if you put that stuff down my throat. And I'm like, she's like, ha-ha, they all, like, laughed it off. So they can mix up the putty, put it in. I go, and all oh it was i was now i, I was embarrassed because i puked all over the dental assistant i told you i go don't stick things down my tongue and you said the same thing like the wooden uh, uh those tongue depressors yeah, i've had a problem work uh, at the doctor's office i've had a problem with a doctor before oh, i hate that. he just put like the stupid tongue yeah. thing like don't he's like the, put this under your tongue you i couldn't warn do it me. i know i i, I, I spit it out <laughs> he kind of got looked at me like i was insane and i said all right try again try again and same thing. I started like same thing. I started like choking. I was like, oh. oh. I told him, I really, really, I'm not, uh, I'm not down. Like, uh, no, I don't like this t- wooden thing on my tongue. No, no. But you know, we're getting to uh, we're getting to the age now, Cam, where uh, we got to get probed. <laughs> You're right, buddy. Probed, I I, drilled, drilled. Yeah, you said it. I don't want to. I don't want to open. Give, I'll give people a PSA message, and I, you know, you did the right thing because teeth are one of those underrated things. I tell you, like people don't know. We'll give you a tip. A lot of things happen from the teeth, the veins, the thing. If you don't keep take care of your dental plan, your dental work, it'll lead to other yeah. serious health problems down the line. So you did the right thing. That's our PSA of the yeah. day. Get your teeth fixed if you got them. Don't wait. All right, so, Mike, Mike Blewett's going to join us. Nice. Yeah, Mike, uh, Mike Blewett uh, will join us. Uh, we'll talk NFL football. A lot of NFL stuff to talk about. Uh, quarterback uh, battles, camps, point spreads. Win totals. Yep, everything. It's, it's getting realer. I mean, we're going to be sure in Vegas is. in a couple of days. I've already got a couple of teams to pick on. And so basically on. what you have to do now is you have to shop, Cam. You have to look online and then compare the online odds to uh, in Las Vegas and st- see if there's any specific team. All right, this is a better bet in Las Vegas, and this is a better bet online. Great point, Don. I did, I've shopped around on my books, and I have various ones, and I found Raiders 8.5 on one with lower juice till the eight. Because it's gone down to eight now. That's a huge. That's a huge Big half difference. game. Like Big so, I, I took. I took. I smashed it on one of my books. So yeah, great point, Gabe. You got to tell the people if you're going to play these team totals, if shop around. Yeah, it's shop like the around. grocery store. Keep on looking for deals. Yeah. Instead of see, there's another sports song. Instead of uh, jump around, shop around. Shop around. Shop around. Look. 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 <laughs>
<laughs> look for books. Look, look, look it's the book. Shop, shop, shop around. Uh, you got to shop around. Because, like you said, it's a massive difference. Um, you know, it's one thing a half point on a game or whatever. You can buy a half point. Yeah. But when you're talking about a win total, it's, it's huge. Absolute, a half point oh, is one game. It's, ha- it's absolutely monstrous. It's a big difference it's between being huge. eight and eight and nine and seven. I noticed a lot of the books are going instead of, uh, you know, to, to flat numbers because you don't want to deal. You don't want to deal with those. I noticed the offshores. More. The offshores have the halves mm-hmm. and the, the offshores like Vegas doesn't really do this too much. You'll notice yeah. like offshore. A lot of places will have a team six and a half minus one seventy. Exactly. To the over. Yep. Minus one sixty to the over. Vegas will mostly will have even numbers. A few halves. But they don't like doing the juice. No, they don't. Right? So they'll do, like, the highest I've seen is, like, six and a half plus 120. Yeah. I think the Bills are plus 120 in Vegas. You're right. Some, some offshore books are, like, minus 180. Like, they do crazy yeah. amounts of juice for certain things. Yeah, but, but because you're basically buying that half game. Yeah. Like, a good example is I can get the Arizona Cardinals offshore five and a half minus 170. Yeah. Or they're six, they're six straight up minus 110 in Vegas. It's a big difference. Oh, it's huge. That's right? absolutely huge. Like, if I do the six, yeah, I could get a push maybe. I got to go seven and nine. I got five and a half. All I got to do is go six and ten. It's a massive difference. Yeah, this, uh, yeah, on the offshore, you said it. Right here on this, uh, on, on a couple of offshores, Cardinals, over five and a half is minus 70, and five and a half to the unders plus 140. So, yeah, you're going to see a I'm lot a of that stuff. I'm a firm believer that this football team will win six games this year. Five and a half seems low. It's, it's, not, it's they're not, they're not the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns win totals five and a half. Yeah, it's a lot. Like, of, why are the Arizona Cardinals? Dude, it's funny. A lot of people, last year, a lot of people Ken, I respect are down on them too, Marantz. Like, a lot of people like the under. Last year, last year they lost David Johnson in the first quarter yep. of the first game. All right? Carson Palmer didn't play well last year to start the season. Then eventually he got hurt. Then it was Blaine Gabbert, Gabbert. Drew Stanton. Yeah, it was it, awful. It, 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 was, was, it was a shit show of quarterbacks. It was a stiff. It was, yeah. you know what I mean? The, it was a lost season. They still went 8-8. Eight and eight. They still went 8-8. Eight and eight. I think the number. They have a new coach. Yep. Arians is a good coach. But you notice uh, he kind of lost it the last couple of years. He was kind of tapping That's the out. thing. You I'm actually I mean? going to actually it say. It became all about him all the time. He was a jerk to the players. Suddenly he changed. No, there's a lot of stuff you're talking about. Arians did, a, he did, Arians did a bad job the last time. You said it. Like, I'm not going to. He was good. And I think a lot of the time he just kind of lost it. And he, This team was lost. They needed fresh blood. The reason the total is five and a half is not about the Cardinals. It's about the other teams in the division. They believe San Francisco is going to be a hell of a lot better. And they yeah. think the Rams are going to be a hell of a lot better. So the bottom line, though, at five Five and a half. You have to think Seattle's probably going to regress. DJ Fluker got hurt uh, again on the week. Like you this team is. This seems like yeah, you saw again in the preseason. This, they is, got unbe- their ass this is unbelievable. Like they can't you, stop anything. No, and, and you get and you're getting the main guy. You go and get Fluker from the Chargers. He's hurt. I'm like, what? Penny's not going to be around. Like this is a bad scenario. I hope he's back week one. But man, they got a lot of problems there. Who do the Seattle Seahawks play in uh, in week one? They're in Denver. That's a winnable game against Denver. Fortunately for them. Yeah, they're, yeah, very, they're very lucky it's not the old Broncos. Because we'll get into this, actually, with Mike Blewett. Um, Case Keenum. Looks awful. Uh, Case Keenum is, uh, is struggling right now in that offense. And um, I'm starting to think, you know what? Teddy Bridgewater would be a good fit for the Denver Broncos. You know what's amazing, though, Cam? John Elway, who's a great quarterback... He's a horrible well, quarterback evaluator. Yeah. I know. Look, Look at like, Paxton Lynch. And time and time Simeon, and time again. Lynch. 
problem. Well, Simeon was in the seventh round, but Paxton Lynch was a complete bust. Yeah, they're saying Paxton Lynch probably is not going to make the team. He's yeah, like he might be out of like the NFL. Like to the point that, yeah. like he's third string and he might not be around. I was reading the Denver yeah. in preparation. I was just reading about the Denver quarterback situation and Paxton Lynch might not make the team type of thing. Like he's a he non that bad non factor. First round draft pick from two years ago, John Elway's pick. Uh, John Elway wanted to give Brock Osweiler $16 million a year. Osweiler said no. And Osweiler went to Texas, and then he still brought Osweiler back again. Yep. Uh, Trevor Simeon, listen. He was a late-round draft pick. He was a late-round pick. He took a shot with Simeon. Even me, it looked like Simeon was going to be able to do it. And Simeon was one of these weird dudes that, yeah, he played the best football he played was in his first I eight know, weeks. I know that's what, I, and then he got worse. It's like you figured, oh, this guy's pretty good, and he'll he'll get better. He's even. Benjamin Button. He and went yeah, opposite. It's like somehow, no, he's he's getting worse, and then he got he just yeah. progressively got worse to to the point where he's just bad. And Case Keenum just sort of looks bad now uh, with them. It seems to me like they, you know but the thing is they just paid Case Keenum. That's the thing. So, so he's got another Elway. It's yeah. another Elway decision, right? Like Elway is just wrong all the time on this. So he'd have to admit that he's wrong about Case Keenum before the year even started, and say, "Let's just bring Teddy Bridgewater in," because the Jets, they, Teddy Bridgewater is a uh, sought-after commodity right yeah, now. Few he's teams are good. Just few teams sniffing around. He looks better than Darnold does, yeah. but it's kind of a weird. The Jets are in a weird situation they with are. Josh McCown and Bridgewater. You're better off keeping McCown around. Because he's older. He actually played pretty good last year. And McCown can, um, he's better to have around Sam As a mentor? Yeah. yeah. And he's even open to doing it. He wants to do it. Like he's. He's team guy. Yeah. Like Teddy Bridgewater's a young guy trying to win yeah. a job still, right? Actually in Denver, it'd be, uh, I think it would be a good fit. Yeah, you have to look at teams in which he could really help. Tampa Bay. Denver. That's a very good call, Tampa Bay, as well. I think Tampa Bay is actually, yeah. Jameis Winston of... looked pretty good the other night. He's playing in the preseason, even though yeah. it's suspended, but. Having Teddy Bridgewater as an insurance policy, you know. I don't think they'll do it. They're they they won't. They won't. That actually, it makes a lot of sense with Denver. Yeah. The L.A. Rams are supposedly, now I don't know, you can, I gotta word be, on the street is the L.A. Rams are the team that's most interested in Bridgewater. You know what? Because I, I, can, I can actually agree with that because even though I like Sean Mannion, I just watch him. There's not he's, not, he's not getting any better. He's about. He is a their, career. Their like he's a is, second, third stringer. Their deal is we're a stacked team. Yeah. We, and if Goff gets hurt, we don't want everything to fall apart. Correct. And they're Manny looking and, at the Carson Wentz situation last year, like Nick Foles. They yeah. need. They 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 see. They're like, you're right. Mannion's all right, but he can. We're not winning the division with this guy. No. If Mannion steps in, the if Rams Goff goes done. down, we have Bridgewater coming in. Yeah, it's different. Now the Seattle Seahawks would be a good fit for Bridgewater. I agree, hundred percent. Russell Wilson also is going to. But then he just he just sort of get buried back there, and then yeah, if you're Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson might leave. He might leave Seattle. You have to wonder exactly the Russell Wilson. Like you guys are lucky he's a nice guy to be honest. Like if I was Russell Wilson, I would have been bitching two years ago already. I'd say, what the hell are we doing here? What's like, this line doing? Why are you losing what, all these players? Why don't we pay offensive yeah. linemen? How come yeah. I don't have a running back? Like where's where, you guys don't have a wide receiver? I got Doug Baldwin. Doug Baldwin and a bunch of yeah, like, yeah, like, <laughs> a bunch of nobodies. I'm an MVP. Like Vanette, like Nick Vanette is probably going to be like, like he's, he's a guy who's going to make nothing. <laughs> like he's got nothing. You lost Jimmy Graham. He's had nothing. Like it's it's amazing. Like they're it's he's almost like Mike Trout. Like they're wasting Russell yeah. Wilson. We he runs for his life every damn play. The Seahawks haven't had a good running back since Lynch. 
Yeah. And that was when he was when he was and younger, then, younger, then they, younger Lynch, they, younger beast mode. Then they didn't give him the ball on the one yeah. yard line in the Super Bowl. There's a lot of anger on that team and hostility from that one play. Yeah, it's basically ruined their a, organization. I know, but it's why they had to get rid of all the old dudes yeah. that are like, because uh, you're right, all those guys don't like Pete Carroll because they think Pete Carroll cost them a Super Bowl. Yeah, they should have two and rings. he did, not one. Richard Sherman came out and said it. I should have two rings, but the coaches were idiots. <laughs> they were Game time decisions, Red Heat and Rings Radio continues. Fancy Sports Radio Network. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Great job with the music so far today. Well done. Yeah. There, there's a rule. No Eagles, no CCR, no ballots. No, I don't mind the Eagles. You like the Eagles? Yeah, I like the Eagles. It's CCR. Yeah, it's You're CCR. the opposite of the Big Lebowski. He hated the Eagles and loved CCR. Now, you know what the problem was? It wasn't their fault in a booth, really. It's the fact that I've asked like 30 times. Like, for that song not to be played before, right? Yes. But we often have new dudes. Good so point. You know? Yeah, it's like a rotation. Yeah, so, like, the new guys do- don't know. Right? He yeah. just, you know, poor Zeg's just playing yeah. the songs exactly. in, in the computer. Oh, he finds out pretty quick. Now he, now, yeah. now he knows the database. Yeah, That's the so good I, news. I, he's, I was he's, like, yeah. <laughs> I applied to pull, like, a Casey Kasem the other day. I was like, I told you guys, like, 30 million times to, like, delete that song. Like, just, I don't, like, get rid of it. Zang's a good guy. He aims to please. He yeah, yeah, even yeah. before the show. He's like, Moretz, yeah, you're, I got some good ones in the music yeah. base today. Yeah, he said he was going to play some hip-hop just to, yeah, as a got, joke to no, get no, to no, me. No, let's no, get some hip-hop. No, we like hip-hop. Yeah, that'd be fine. Yeah, I got no problem. Yeah, that Ruby Tuesday song. Yeah, was no, the, no, that, no, that, was, that was the one. That's the thing. We're doing a radio show. I got enough problems. I don't want to cry. Ruby Tuesday is a song that makes me sad. And I, and I want the listeners to be happy. Right, Gabe? Yeah, that's the thing. I, Ruby Tuesday is kind of like, meh, meh, meh. Oh, great sirens! What the hell's going on here? Jackhammer sirens. Troubles brewing. Yeah, there's a lot of things troubles brewing. brewing. Oh, it's brewing, all right. All right, Redskins. Uh, Redskins are going to sign Adrian Peterson. I'm not. I should have just called them Washington. I don't want to call them. Yeah, that, just actually. call yeah Washington. No more Redskins. Washington. Yeah, I apologize for that. I don't know what Adrian Peterson's going to do with Washington. I'll tell you one thing, Gabe. When he went to to the Saints, that uh, turned out to be a pretty bad recipe and really helped out Kamara, but you gotta you know, believe. he had a couple he had a couple of decent games with Arizona. I, I gotta believe, Ken, but there's some college back out there that can bring a little more to the table. There's just a younger the, kid yeah. out there. It just feels like it's a name recognition thing instead. Like, P. Ryan's gonna be, like, there's a lot of guys in their camp that, I, you know what I mean, that I have more confidence in. That's the problem with the Redskins. They're always hurt. They'll always be hurt. P. Ryan pops off a big run and he gets hurt on the run. Joe Tessitore and uh, Witten were so clueless, they didn't bring it up. <laughs> they were talking about how P. Ryan's going to be great this year for them. I'm like, dude, he's hurt. Yeah. Like, he's, like, he's on the sideline. You said it, it was too. Like, it was like five minutes later. They're like, oh, and P. Ryan I got banged up on that run five minutes ago. I'm like, no. I noticed that. Like, did he limped off the field right away? There's certain guys like that. Josh, Do- well, you said the whole team. Josh hurt. Doxson's never going to like, what? This guy's, that guy's like glass. Yeah, I know. But at least, he, uh, at least he's, he's played so far. 
Jordan Reed's got an injury. One, issue he's one right hit away from, yeah, and he's such like, a good player too. No, the Redskins are de- they're they're a team. They're walking a fine line right now. Yeah, there's a lot of ifs. Yeah, there's that's the thing. If they stay healthy, they're they not bad. Like they, their offense. Can I be agree. Good. Like Alex Smith is good. I think he's a he's an elite quarterback. I agree with you. I think Alex Smith's one of the most a, underrated. Yeah. Actually, he's not like uh, he's not like he's tier two. Like in the, in the quarterback tiers. I'm not talking fantasy, but no, in, I, I think he's a better reality quarterback than fantasy quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, but like you know, you've got your Brady's, your Rogers's, your yeah. Breezes, your Wilsons. Wilsons. There's you know, there's there's like a t- there's like four or five guys that are just sort of the best, and then you got your second tier guys. But he's right in that tier two guy, you know. Hey, San Francisco. A lot of people were he saying, you know, games. he stick he stick around. Hey, yes, he does. He's a, he's a winner, winner, winner. I love Alex Smith. Is he, he good with his feet? Redskins secondary could be a problem. Yeah. Would they pick up Scandrick, uh, too? They, so they I said that, it again. It's it. hard not to call them by their stupid name. Yeah, Washington. It seems to me Washington's going after a lot of older veteran kind of retread guys, like guys like giving them another chance yeah, type like, of thing. Like, like, yeah, like this is new. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of their M.O. <laughs> this, this, this is what they've always done. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of questions, mar- question marks with that team, buddy. Big time. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not really – I'm not And so now my Twitter – well, I retweeted something earlier in the day about the Washington football team and their name. A guy that I used to work with, a good guy, actually, uh, Matthew Ross. In uh, Montreal, he's a talk show host. <laughs> That's the best. He's a talk show host. <laughs> talk show host. I'm trying to find the tweet that I retweeted. It was something about him not uh, mentioning, uh, mentioning the team name on his show. He basically stated, you know, it's unbelievable that they haven't changed the name yet, and I don't mention their name on on my show. I retweeted it, and now, of course, I'm caught in a firestorm of people. It's hard to say Washington all the time. The other, the surname's easier. I know. (laughs) That's the problem. Hence, we have an issue. I've often just... Like a great pass rusher, the Roto Experts will help you sack your fantasy football competition. When you register for their exclusive Edge Fantasy Package, you get a cheat sheet generator plus a player database with sortable projections and rankings from the best in the business. And you can join the fantasy conversation in the 24-7 Slack chat channel. Visit rotoexperts.com to register for the exclusive Edge Fantasy Package and enter the promo code FNTSY and you get a 10% discount. That's the rotoexperts.com exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package promo code FNTSY. always been a lot of mystery surrounding the Little League World Series and age-appropriate players. There's always got to be. Come on. Like, show me the documentation. That kid's 12. Well, they obviously got to check this stuff. Yeah. It's not like the old days with Danny Almonte. But... <laughs> oh, yeah, <that's> <laughs> that was the best. He's got facial hair. What? No, no, no. Mike Cardano says I would suspend his driver's license until this matter's resolved. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, like I said, I don't want to be a skeptic, but I want to see, like, some more proof of yeah. ID here. Exactly. He's towering over those other kids. Like, they, they look like toddlers. He's six foot one. 248 pounds. He's 12? Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Like, um, he'll probably be in the NBA. 
That's what I would mark. Remember his name, Ronald Viscayano. Ronald Viscayano. Yeah, if you look, he's 12 years old. And he's already he's six, six foot one. one, 248. He also looks like he has a big frame. Like he's going to be, like he could be a monster. I mean, he's playing baseball right now, but there'll be more money in basketball for him just because he's going to be so big. I imagine he's going to end up being six foot seven, six foot eight when it's all said and done. <laughs> You're right, though. The Little League World Series, there's always. There, come on. I, I, there's, there's ways to fudge stuff with fake dogs. But there's always some, there's always the few monster kids that everyone's freaked out yeah. by. Yet this kid is like, we've never seen anything like this before. Like, there's been kids that are tall. Like, yeah. you've had six-foot, like, you know, sort of freak yeah. gangly tall kids and stuff. But not that he is the girth of a man. That's 248 pounds. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm He's the camp. He's built like an NFL linebacker. I'm, 250, I'm 255. So, so he's 6'1", 248. Yeah. I'm 6'1", 255. So he's my size at 12. Now, imagine being one of the whooper kids in the batter's box. <laughs> oh, he! I bet he throw, he's throwing smoke. You're right. Those kids actually are probably fearful for their lives if they get beamed. Like that would hurt. Like a fastball from this guy, it might kill you. That's it. I would be. I'd be worried. I'd be worried like myself as an adult. I wouldn't want to get in the box against this kid. Yeah. Not to mention a little league uh, mound cam is closer. Another great point. Like these kids are going to be scared, man. <laughs> Gabe, I played a hockey game against uh, the Burlington Selects team, and Eric Cairns was a goon for the New York Islanders and Florida Panthers. He sticked me in my nuts, right? And I came up, <laughs> and I slashed him, and he goes, you're dead? And I, I, you know, I'm more of a, like a happy guy. I don't want to fight. This guy used my face as a punching bag. Like, it was unbelievable. And, like, he beat up. Like, I absolutely got killed. And I'll tell you, that's the thing. And you know how big he was? He was, like, he's, like, 6'8 on skate, 6'10. Like, he's almost, he's a seven-footer, actually, almost. Yeah, my buddy, he actually works with my buddy in the bar business now. But, yeah, he beat the crap out of me. Yeah, every, every, every year there's, like, some, you know, monster, monster kid. Yeah. But I'm. From watching a lot of those shows, Gabe, like Dateline and things like that, it's yeah, one of the easiest things to do is fudge documents and do all that stuff. If you really wanted to, and this kid is the best player on your team, I think there's a way to get around it. Maybe I'm naive. I want to believe that it's on the up and up. Coming from Spain, you trust Spain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, really? Yeah, like the Spanish thing would never cheat. It's almost too unnatural. <laughs> you know what? We say that. I think this the Spanish got caught. This is like the lowest thing ever. Team Spain. Yeah. <laughs> this is it's actually one of those things. Well, they know how good those teams like you know from 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 the United States are. There's some like really really damn good baseball teams and kids. You don't think Spain they'll do anything to to make it work. Right? Don't you think? I think I think they're Yeah, when I budget. said that we could trust uh, Spain, then I remembered that uh Ten members of the Spanish Paralympic basketball team were stripped of their medals after it was revealed they faked their they handicaps. They weren't. Oh, my God. Uh, team Spain at the Paralympics. Their so they got team. regular dudes who played basketball, put them in wheelchairs, and, and they, they won. And they won. Yeah. That's, that's low. <laughs> Sorry. On the ethical tote board, like, that's... That's brutal. Okay, guys, I got an idea. You know what? You're, you're, ten, you're not in a wheelchair. Ten members of the Spanish Paralympic basketball team have been ordered to hand back their Sydney game gold medals after it was revealed they had no mental handicap. The cheats were exposed by Carlos Rigobodarga, a journalist who infiltrated the team for two years. He revealed that his eligibility to play in the intellectually disabled category had never been checked. The only test he asked to complete, uh, complete at his training session was six... Uh, 
six push-ups. <laughs> six push-ups. <laughs> they said, can you do six push-ups? He said, yeah. Sydney, the coach asked the team to slow their scoring because they were playing too well. See, that's the thing. These guys, that's are, a, these that's, guys are going to hell. I got to be honest with you. That's one of the biggest scumbags. Journalists then became suspicious yeah. when they were encouraged to grow beards and wear hats so they weren't recognizable. Spanish basketball magazine Gigantes had claimed that several Gigantis. players. <laughs> Sorry, that great name, Gigantes. Gigantes. Yeah, Giganticism. Uh, claimed that several players came from mainstream amateur clubs, and at least one had been enjoyed by employed by a professional club. Wow. Why would they want to do this? That's shady. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, who comes to a meeting and says, "You know what? We're we're good basketball players, but I got an idea. Let's pretend we're in a wheelchair and like win gold at the Olympics." Great idea. Let's do it. Like, and wear beards so everyone knows we're not like, the guys who are actually stars. So, yeah, because they were walking around at night and stuff. So, yeah, like, the, yeah, the coach told like, them, hey, oh, yeah. you got to disguise yourselves a bit so people don't recognize you. <laughs> That's the disguise. Disguise yourself a bit. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you said it. Like, there's a good place in hell. Like, that is a low, like, that's a low, low move. I think you should be criminally charged. Yeah, you know what? It's a good like, point. I, and this, you're wasting this, that's your, this you're isn't just athletic. No, like, this no. is like, you know, no, it's, yeah, it, it, yes. there's got to be a charge for this. All right, we got Mike Mike Blewett stepping up and in. What's up, fellas? Mike always seems to join us in the middle of some bizarre conversation. <laughs> it was That one was particularly so, uh, bizarre. Mike, so, uh, how you doing, Mike? Uh, that one was particularly bizarre, so I sort of checked out uh, while you guys were talking. How are you guys? Yep. Mike Blewett. We'll get a hold of him. We'll get a hold of him. Yeah, we'll get uh, we'll get Mike on in a second here. You're right, though. You guys got me now? Oh, yeah, we Mike. got you, Mike. All right. Sorry. A little uh, my inexperience at the production controls created an issue. No problem. <laughs> it's not the first time we've heard that. You're <laughs> <laughs> uh, telling me. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's not my we, first we, time either. But we, we appreciate that. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. We're just talking about uh, the the 12-year-old kid. I don't know if you saw him. So he's on Spain, baseball pitcher in the Little League World Series. He's six foot one, 248 pounds. He's actually bigger than 96% of Major League Baseball pitchers <laughs> or players. Not just pitchers, but players. Is this a he's Daniel Monte scenario? scenario. Yeah. <laughs> well, everyone's questioning whether the kid's really 12 years old or not because he's so freaking big. Yeah. But the Little League... The little league mound is closer to home plate yeah. than than the big league is. Yeah, it is. You imagine you imagine being like an eleven year old kid in in the box against a six foot one, two hundred and forty eight pound kid. I'm John These Cruck kids- in the All Star game versus Randy Johnson with that deal. I'm bailing. <laughs> Helmet on backwards. I'm out of here. See you at the hot yeah, dog those- bar. Yeah, those kids would be scared. That's when a great point. Like, I played throw smoke. He's that big, and the mound's closer. I played baseball and. Um, once we were playing against this kid, I was about 14 or so at the time, and it was one of these kids, same thing. He was throwing heat, man. Like, you could hear the ball coming in. Sizzle, it was yeah. sizzling. Yeah. And he was no hitting us. And uh, I was a leadoff hitter. And uh, he How struck me out like, I was like 14, okay. 13, 14. I struck out a couple of times already. So I laid down a bunt. I busted up. There's no hitter with a bunt. I love it. Got, got yeah. the bunt. By yeah, the, way, the thing the, is, the unwritten it, rule book, you'd be castigated for that. Yeah, I know. But the thing is, I was going to say, so it was only seven inning games, right? So we didn't play nine inning games. There were seven inning games. It was in the fifth inning. And the game was 2 nothing. 
So, so we, you, yeah. you got to try to get on base. Exactly. Try to win the damn game. Yeah, yeah. You know, as kids, you don't roll over for the no, pitcher, right? I agree. It's a little questionable, but I'll, I'll give you a pass. It's <laughs> close enough. I think it's fine. No, I stand I by do. it. I stand by it, too. Biting up the no-hitter. I, I, I stand by it. Uh, I, uh, kid was caught. Kid was cocky. Speaking of people throwing heat, I um, it was a little. I was a little older. It was uh, like Connie Mack Ball, so seventeen or so. I went up against Nelson Figueroa, who is from the same general area as me, and that yeah. was the day I realized that the baseball career was over. <laughs> I was like, you know, I, I I'm not going to be able to do this. I can't hit these guys. So uh, if I were to be better and go up another level, I would struggle greatly. And that was the day of the career. I decided that while I was going to finish out the season, the baseball career was effectively over. Yeah, I get yeah. nervous just around uh, pitching machines even. <laughs> that's the thing. Like, for, If you want to tell the truth, like when you go to those cages and they're throwing like 70, yeah, that's, that's, it's sizzling coming in there it at is. 70. And don't tell me you're not a little bit concerned. Yeah, you just you, all you got to do is go on YouTube and look up uh, batting catch um, injuries. Yeah, crazy stuff happens in that cage, man. That's, you, good, you're not that's a, a really good. Yeah, no, yeah. that's a good point. Like, I'm surprised more people haven't been like really, really severely hurt. I've seen like balls fly off the net, hit people in the face. Sometimes a pitching machine just goes a little wild. Yeah, it's not people. not in the straight line. Smack. I guess I know what I'm watching with the wife tonight. <laughs> yes, <laughs> throw that up on Chromecast <laughs> off the phone. Yeah, yeah, you batting cage bat, injuries, bat, batting cage chaos. Yeah, we'll, we'll get some up by here. So, on a more serious note, uh, we were just talking about the Washington football team, and you know, I brought it up. Like, if you were, if you created a new team, you couldn't call them the Washington Whiteskins or the Washington Blackskins. People would say that's the stupidest idea ever. Yep. And here it is right now. I don't believe the NFL cares. I don't think the NFL is going to do anything about it. No, I don't. I don't. I don't think they care really. And it's kind of ironic because, you know, they're so adamant about respecting the anthem and everything, but at the same point in time, they don't seem to respect anybody else. They don't respect women. They don't respect natives here. But what, what do you make of this? And it seems like more and more people and broadcasters aren't. They just call them Washington right now. That's what I go with. I go with Washington. I'm not going to go with the team name anymore. Uh, as often, I mean, I, I really have avoided it for the last few years. Maybe it, people would find that hypocritical because I used the name in the past. But we all evolve and we all make our own decisions based on the personal evolution. I do find it odd that the NFL has dug in on this issue. Uh, Dan Snyder maybe has a lot of pull and he doesn't want to rebrand. I personally think it would be a boon to that franchise and to the NFL to create an entirely new color scheme, new names, new gear. They all have to repurchase it while there be some dissenters that will wear the old stuff. I think they'd be just fine creating a new nickname that isn't offensive to a sector of the population. I was telling Morenci, remember Jacoby Grimm, the Hogs? Yeah. That was when they had their most success there back in the day. Yeah, where he said, why not call them the Washington Hogs? <laughs> you know, like <laughs> that's the fans, what they're known for. That's what, you know. The, it's on the short yeah. list. The fans, the fans can't complain from that. But it's always amazing. So people are going to talk about ooh, tradition. What tradition? Of being racist? Like that? You know, that's that's the whole thing. Like, oh, our tradition. You know. And then they rely it, on it and this alleged survey that was done of Native Americans when it was a really limited survey that I don't think encapsulizes what many people think within that population or outside of it. So. Uh, Again, I'm with you. I, I, I think they should very seriously consider changing the name. I don't know if it's going to happen in our lifetimes, but 
one would think if there is a temperature in America and Canada to get something like this change, it would be now. It won't happen under Roger Goodell. We'll no. say that. So maybe in our right. life, but not under Goodell. You're He's right. not going to fight that fight. And on the other side, you look at, now listen, Canada is a little bit more politically correct uh, in a sense, but there's the same things going on now. Like there's statues of, they tore down a statue of Canada's first prime minister the other day. People were getting all pissed off. But they were. It was funny too because they're like, "It's tradition." It's like, man, they put the statue up in 1982. All right, like it was never there before. So, yeah. I mean, you know, college, really, college athletics in America made vast changes in this regard. Yeah, the Miami, yeah. Yeah. Miami University where Wally Zerbiak played that that was yeah, the team yeah. name long ago. St. Uh, John's, yes, yeah, St. John's, which was right near, literally where I grew up. Uh, they famously uh, changed their name. The North Dakota hockey team was really the last team that dug in and didn't want to change their name from the Fighting Sioux, and they changed it. And their fans still chant, let's go Sioux. And I've been at their games, and they're not letting it go. But the reality is the formal name of the team is the Fighting Hawks, and it will never go back to the old one, and they're not allowed to use the old logo. So if it can change in college, you can't tell me that they can't have an argument to change it in the pros. Yeah, well, what about Arkansas State? They were the Indians, now they're the Red Wolves, right? Yeah. And uh, I'm surprised William and Mary, are they, they're still the tribe, are they not? They haven't, they they haven't changed, have they? Yeah. I believe they I thought that, that would The be Illini are still out there, but they have a local yeah. sign-off from a local tribe, as do the Seminoles in Florida State. So um, these, are, these can be case-by-case scenarios, but in, in some of these instances, they obviously didn't prove their case. Yeah, you, you, said, you said it, Marenzi. I think the Seminoles would be more offended if there was no monies involved. The uh, McGill, McGill yeah. University are still called the Redmen. Yeah, they're the, but it's different, though. Yeah, it's a but different it's, meaning for Redmen. Yeah, they're engineers. Yeah, that's right. That's what we're at. Yeah. That's an engineering <laughs> thing. Yeah, yeah, no, it's not so, like Redmen. They're just they're uh, engineers. Exactly. They're smart. That's why people often ask, what about McGill? No. And it's like, no, no. no it's, it's different. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, so let's talk, uh, let's talk some quarterbacks uh, right now, Mike. There's some intriguing yeah. stuff. You know, I was talking about this uh, the other night, actually, on one of my podcasts, that the NFL, normally, it's week three, right? The dress rehearsal week in yeah. the preseason. Yeah. You notice it's been it's been accelerated this year a little bit. Tom Brady played the entire half against the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. Mahomes. Yeah. The, the, the yeah. Was, fun, was good to mix it up once in a while with that kind of stuff. Yeah, he's done that before. You're right. But, you know, we, we saw the Kansas City Chiefs play their starters for the first half. You know, we, we're sort of, so we're sort of seeing a little bit more for, from teams than we have in the first two weeks generally. And here we are coming into, into week three, and there are some battles going on. Now, perception of reality, I sound like Rudy Giuliani. Well, there's truth, but there's not really truth, right? There's two truths. Uh, perception and reality are two different things. And Josh Allen was called trash, and a lot of people were like, oh, look how inaccurate he was in Wyoming. And there's not so much negativity around Josh Allen. Then you look at Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold ties his shoelaces, and people give him a standing <laughs> ovation and compare him to Joe Namath. Right? And ESPN has sort of adopted Sam Darnold as the guy. Ah, oh, Sam Darnold, Sam Darnold. They open up the show with him. He's sort of become that media guy. Yet in all actuality, I don't know, man. Josh Allen, you could argue, is playing the best out of any rookie quarterback has uh, so far. And A.J. McCarron just fractured his collarbone, yeah. so he's out of the mix. And he wasn't looking very good anyways. No, he had a bad right. second game. And as it is right now, yesterday was their first practice well, on Sunday because they had a couple of days off the game, etc. They're rotating now. 
So Nate Peterman with the ones one day and an Allen. We've got ourselves a quarterback battle going on here. I still believe that Nate Peterman will start just because of how killer that schedule is. It's brutal. You know, you, you open up at Baltimore week two, you host the Chargers, then you're going to uh, to Minnesota and Green Bay. Yeah. Ooh, back uh, there, yeah. back, not, not, back. Not, not a good start, but I, you're going to say short leash, though. Very short leash yes. if Allen's ready to run. But Josh Allen's looking very good, and yeah. Nate Peterman has a little bit more experience, but the thing is, Nate Peterman doesn't look all that much better. He's not really taking the job. What do you think of uh, the situation, Mike? You know, it's a good one. First of all, Cam, didn't it feel a little personal at the beginning there, the Darnold Allen thing? It felt very personal from, like, a fan <laughs> perspective. <laughs> a little offended. You're getting a little sensitive about it. He's going to be your quarterback yep. for a long time. Don't worry yep. about it. He'll get his due if he's any good. Uh, plus, as a fellow redhead, Cam, we got to support Sam Darnold. <laughs> So, yes, yes, uh, ginger time. That's right. Uh, we got a lot of ginger love in the NFL right now between him and, and Andy Dalton. Not so great, but, you know, we got a uh, no, in there. Carson not Wentz. so great. Uh, yeah, well, he's, hey, Andy Dalton's pretty good against the spread. He was. <laughs> he was, yeah. But, look, I, I, I'm with you as far as the schedule is concerned. I, I, and they do like Peterman. They've shown that they've liked Peterman to the point where they literally benched Tyrod in the middle of a playoff run. For Nate Peterman, clearly didn't. Oh, we should help. note. Sorry, sorry. I don't want to correct you, but uh, for the record, I don't know if you guys heard this, but Tyrod Taylor came out the other day and said that everyone's been saying his name wrong for years. Yeah, that's right. What is it's it? It's Tyrod. 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 Yeah, not Tyrod. I'm dead serious. Tyrod. The, Cle- the Cleveland. Like a, well, this is like the Cleveland Akeem Akeem thing. The Co- the Cleveland the Browns. Yeah. The Cleveland Browns released a statement to the media, even like a press release, stating they're dead serious. From now on, it's Tarod. It's not Tyrod, it's Tarod. And he basically said, I was just being nice. And now, whatever. Just being nice for what? Years? Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah. He man. said, it's your name. It's you not know. like he was there for just a. Yeah, come on. That's nice. brutal. This is like a. Yeah, I remember this came up with uh, Darren Williams, Deron Williams, and yeah. the point guard from the NBA. There was a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, Hakeem Olajuwon wanted to be called Hakeem, which was the actual pronunciation of his name. I remember. The goalie. That. There was a goalie on the Montreal Canadiens, too. Um, Cristobal Huet. Yeah, Huet. Yeah, and people were saying his name wrong. Same thing. Mark yeah. Streit, same thing. And he said after, oh, I was just polite, and I was happy to be in the NHL, so I didn't want to say anything. I always tell the story, though. My favorite one, Mike, is, uh, you know, with the Montreal Canadiens, yeah, it's like a religion there. And <laughs> whenever, like, there's a French player that comes to town on a visiting team, there's, like, 18 media members, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, Guy Bear came Anaheim Duck goalie came to Montreal and all the the French media ambushed him right away. I started asking him questions in French <laughs> and he said uh, he said, Oh sorry guys, I don't speak French And they said, Well you're Guy Guy Bear. He goes, No no I'm Guy Herbert. Guy Herbert He goes uh <laughs> He goes, I'm from, he goes, I'm from Michigan. <laughs> and uh, Guy Herbert is from Michigan. And, uh, love, love Guy and he goes, you know, everyone calls me Guy Burr because I'm a goalie. And they think I'm well, French, you, I, right? We just assumed it was Guy Burr. Everyone thought Guy Burr. Great save, Guy Burr, right? It was Guy, like Guy Herbert. Guy Herbert. Like, he's like, nah, but I said I'm a goalie. And, you know, and the thing is, I think he played in the Quebec League in, like, Kalamazoo or something. still call him. <laughs> no, so people sort of thought he was Guy Bear, yeah. right? But he's not. I he's mean, like, if you're that guy and you're playing in the in a Quebec League, you, you can't even fight it. You just got to go with it. <laughs> yeah, he's Guy Bear now. learn French. <laughs> yeah, your name's not Guy. Your Herbert, name's Guy. Yeah, yeah. Right. Your name's Guy, like, from now on. 
Because it's just so stereo, especially in those days. Like, now every goalie's Finnish. Used to be from Quebec. Now they're all from Finland. It's like, true. half the goalies in the league are from Finland. Yeah. But, Finland, uh, it's like a goalie factory. It is. But, Gabe, to your point about the QB battle, at Ravens, hosting Chargers, at Vikes, at Green Bay, then hosting yeah. Tennessee. That could be an 0-5. I'm just saying. Uh, I, I hate to tell you that. Now, now, now who's getting personal? Uh, <laughs> <me>. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, look, I think the long-term plan We can beat the Chargers. They, they're going to beat the Chargers in week two. What, revenge for the Peterman debacle yes, from sir. last year? Yes, sir. <laughs> Buffalo's uh, home opener. That's one and one. People don't know. We went to the Bills' home opener against Seattle when uh, they were good, and they kicked the crap out of Bills. Bills got a good home field advantage I don't think there. they could beat Green Bay or Minnesota. No, no, they're not winning those games. Why would they make them go to Minnesota and Green Bay like that? It's cruel and unusual punishment. It, it actually is. Two in a row. It, That's a rough It really is. So, so get your, so get your season ticket. Get your season ticket to Fantasy Glory now with the 2018 Roto Experts Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package. It's not just a draft kit. It's a full season package. It takes you from a draft day to championship week, and it features in-depth analysis from all your favorite FNTSY experts. Go to rotoexperts.com. Use code WINNER to get 10% off on the Exclusive Edge Package and set aside a spot on the mantle for that 2018 championship trophy. All right, so uh, let's get to the Jets situation here right now. Teddy Bridgewater is a pretty hot commodity. I mean, the Jets, um, I don't know, for a team that's been so useless for so long, they seem to be doing a lot of things right right now. Mm-hmm. They've got a hot commodity right now in Teddy Bridgewater. They've got a decision to make. I don't think that Sam Bradford's ready, similar to, to Josh Allen. I think they'd be well-suited not to make him the starter in week one. You could argue that Teddy Bridgewater is the best-looking quarterback that they have right now, yet McCown was pretty good last year. He's not going to be playing. What, what do you make of the Jets situation right now? I and think, we'll continue through on the other side of the break because yeah, it'll take a few minutes here. Yeah, I think the Darnold thing is real. Uh, I think the organization is in love with him. ESPN's Rich Cimini, which is a local beat reporter here in New York, he thinks that it is a very strong chance at this point that Darnold is in the lead uh, for that job. Teddy's played great, so I could see them wanting to start out with Bridgewater and maybe even showcase him a little bit for some sort of midseason move. But uh, I think it's very real that Darnold could be in here week one. As dumb as this sounds, guys, one of my fantasy leagues, like I took Josh McCowan off the scrap heap off the waiver wire. If you actually look at the numbers, rushing, whatever, like, he, had a, he had a good year. He had a very, very decent year on a bad team. His numbers were good. He did. Seems... Yeah. It seems like they want him around just as sort of mentor. He will be that tutor. Yeah, it makes sense. And the Bridgewater's got to go somewhere. You said Denver earlier. Well, you know, it'll be interesting. That's what I want to talk about on the other side. We'll take a break uh, in a minute here. But as far as Teddy Bridgewater, there's a lot of talk about the L.A. Rams wanting to show up. Their quarterback situation, Mike. You know, me and Cam have been fans of Sean Mannion. He was a good quarterback uh, in college at Oregon State. But... You're not winning a Super Bowl with them, and I think the Rams are thinking they're so loaded. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast, and remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game 
Game Time Decisions. Game time decisions. Red Heat Rage Radio. We're with uh, Mike Blewett. Chaos on this yeah. uh, Monday here. A lot of activity. Are you with us, Mike? Yeah, a lot going on down here in New York, buddy. A lot going on. <laughs> a lot of bodies moving around. Yeah. Various shows. Phones are ringing in the background. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. I thought you guys were doing Twister in the booth there. Life, life, we just heard you. Life is a startup. Uh, uh, network. That's that's what happens. It's not always a it's not always a smooth ride, Gabe. And Cam. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a 48 year old yeah. startup. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. By the way, by the way, you don't often close out an hour of radio with Sean Mannion, but kudos. No, yeah, we like yeah. Sean Mannion. Well, yeah, we, we, had to, we had to get it in there. He was good. He was good. He was a good player. I, I heard you talking about the basic topic is the Teddy Bridgewater landing spots. Well, they're looking. They're looking at like Carson Wentz from last year. They're, they're thinking like yeah. the Eagles last it's year. A good move. Yeah. That if they get because look, the, the Rams are clearly all in right now, right? Yeah. I mean, the window for the Rams is the next couple of years. They're very, very aggressive. They were very aggressive in the off season. Um, so I think they're just, it's just sort of that insurance, uh, policy. How about the saints though? Saints, though. For Teddy Bridgewater? Yeah. Tom Savage is the backup there now. Yeah. Drew Brees though is sort of, he never gets hurt. Mm. It could, yeah. He's, he's, he, he's not getting any younger. That's what I was going to say. Moran. See, like he's been, he pretty, pretty, uh, you know, functional, but one of these seasons, like it's going to happen. What do you think of, uh, what do you think of Adrian, uh, Adrian Peterson signing with Washington? I think you could see a little bit of what you saw last year. You know, I, I, when the players get to his – first of all, he's a physical freak. I, I think we know how good he's been over the course of his career and how he can bounce back from injury and all that kind of stuff. But I just think we're probably at a point on a team that I didn't trust was going to run the ball particularly well. You're going to get hits and misses with him and more misses than hits. I, I, I just don't think he can do it consistently like he's done in the past. Uh, he could be an asset, but I'm not really looking to target him in any leagues. They're going to they're gonna share the ball around so much, and it's not going to be that good of a running team. I almost want nothing to do with Kelly or Peterson or P. Ryan or anybody. Yeah. I was talking about the Arizona Cardinals earlier and their win total, five and a half offshore, six in Las Vegas. And uh, David Johnson is back. Um, nice, aggressive run the other night. He looks healthy. And I think people, people, I think, underestimated him or undervalued him two years ago. And I remember reading a player's poll in who they voted who the best player in the NFL was, and they voted David Johnson wow. ahead of Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell was number two. They said David Johnson is the best player in the league. And, you know, that was when Arizona had a good year, when Carolina had yep. a good year that year, et cetera. Yep. Yep. And then so he got hurt in the first game of the first year last year. So, he's, you know, he's almost a forgotten man. Now, I see, though, the fantasy gurus have him, like, fourth or fifth. You know, he's right there as far as the ADP. What are you expecting from him this year, Mike? And uh, what kind of impact do you think he can bring to the table for the Cardinals? I think they are going to rely on him extremely heavily. It was unfortunate what happened last year, but it wasn't any, like, structural damage to a knee or anything. It was a broken wrist on kind of a freak play in the first quarter of the first game. I, I very rarely... 
uh, do you get that bad of a break. But, uh, look, the volume is going to be there. He has shown a really serious ability to catch passes. I just, when I'm comparing the top running backs, Gurley on the Rams, Bell on the Steelers, Zeke on the Cowboys, and then David Johnson on the Cardinals, I'm going to very consistently rank that offense fourth. So I don't know how many touchdown opportunities there'll be as there were a couple of years ago with him when he put up 20 and how many more touches there'll be than somebody like Zeke who could get a lot of end zone touches and Bell and Gurley speak for themselves. So that's why I would have him four of that group. But I understand people might like him a little bit more than Zeke because he clearly can catch a lot more passes than him. Is Bell even under contract? (laughs) Not today he's not. And, and guys, look at Arizona. Is he ever going? No, yeah, I don't know. Look at Arizona's receivers. Too. You got Larry Fitzgerald, but you lost Jaron Brown, John Brown. You bring in Christian Kirk from Texas Good A&M. Point. So I'd have to believe that Johnson's going to be getting You're right. so many touches because you can't have confidence in the guys that they have right now. I've noticed in the preseason. I think the other night he caught like three, four balls. He actually. got a touchdown, Christian yeah, Kirk. Did, yeah, Kirk. Well, Kirk did too. Yeah, he'll be second in receptions on the team, David Johnson, behind Fitz. Yeah, yeah, pretty comfortably, I would think. Ricky Seals Jones and Christian Kirk are your other options there. That's a rookie wide receiver and a completely unproven tight end. Kamara is sort of the guy people love, after People that. love Kamara. And so Ingram, early Ingram suspended early uh, in the season. Kamara's getting a lot of touches. Yeah. Uh, any concern is sort of the that sophomore slump uh, with Kamara or Kareem Hunt, for that matter? So I actually drafted Kamara in uh, the Scott Fishbowl League, very large industry league, over... Uh, David Johnson because I thought there was an opportunity for some more of those explosive plays. Now, if I'm arguing against Kamara, it would be very difficult to keep up that level of efficiency and obviously that number of explosive plays. So that could be my concern, but I still like the fact that Ingram is out for a month and I'm going to have a top-flight running back that is versatile on a very high-octane offense in New Orleans. So if you wanted to argue Johnson fifth, uh, I wouldn't argue that strenuously, although yeah, the more I think about it, I, I probably have him slotted in right above Kamara. It's just I, Arizona's offensive line stinks. It just does. Is it as bad as Seattle's offensive line, Mike? Because it's pretty bad. Yeah, let's not go that, let's not go that far. <laughs> <laughs> and here's, uh, here's some breaking, uh, well, breaking news, breaking rumors at least in which uh, the two teams that now are suddenly at the forefront that are expressing interest in Teddy Bridgewater, the Denver Broncos, who we yeah. were talking about earlier. And and the other one being, and I sort of always thought in the back of my mind that it would be a good fit there, the New England Patriots. I don't yeah. know if the Jets will be in a hurry to do that, to trade them to the New England Patriots. No but, but as you look at the Denver Broncos, and me and Cam were discussing this earlier, you look at John Elway, and he won the Super Bowl by bringing Peyton Manning in, but but basically the defense was, was yep. the bell cow of that football team. Since Peyton Manning's been gone, he's proceeded to draft Paxton Lynch in the first round. He proceeded to offer Brock Osweiler a $15, $16 million a year deal that it got shunned, and he went to Houston. So it's not like you know he wanted to sign Osweiler. Um, he went with Trevor Simeon after the fact. Seven and now we make... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and now uh, now he makes a decision to go with Case Keenum, and it seems like they're getting worried already after a couple of preseason games and a lot of bad practices that Case Keenum isn't the guy. And, you know, Elway, 
I, you know, people, I've talked about this. People don't realize, like, Denver is one of those top five cities in the NFL guys with crazy fandom and pressure in the city, et cetera. Barrel man. Yeah, like, they're they're running out of patience for as far are. as the quarterbacks. And as good as Elway was as a quarterback, his track record on selecting quarterbacks isn't very good, Mike, right now. <laughs> no, he's got, I think, Zach Dysert is one of those guys, and Trevor yeah. Simeon, and now Chad Kelly seems to have moved into the second spot because Paxton Lynch has been so bad. And I think that's why the Bridgewater rumors are creeping up because would you really go into a season with playoff aspirations that the Broncos have? I'm not buying that, by the way. They just have a lot of people always thought, though, that Kelly was sort of that wild card, right? He is very much that. Um, And but would you really be confident that a seventh round pick from a year ago could step in? and take over this team with playoff aspirations because Keenum no. hypothetically bottoms out, I would not feel good about that at all. I think that's why you see some of those Bridgewater rumors. And even if it's not Bridgewater, I could see Lynch washing out now and then going out and getting a veteran that gets cut or going trading for a different veteran, whether it's Bridgewater or not. Um, I think Lynch probably doesn't do this team much good on the roster granted he's still under the rookie deal you're still paying him do you keep him around uh, the funny thing about first round picks you guys have and i have talked about this before once a guy proves the fact that he can't be a starter he's out of the league if he's a first round pick people don't really want him around he washes out and they push him out it's pretty rare that they hang around like rg3 was out of a job last year He's, he's in camp now. Yeah. Hackenberg, guys like that. High draft picks that prove that they can't play at this level for some reason don't hang around as backups uh, all the time. Um, speaking of which, actually, uh, we, we have a situation like that tonight with RG3. Yep. Baltimore has never kept three quarterbacks before. They're not, they're not a three QB type of team. I think uh, they should with uh, Flacco. Well, they got Flacco and Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Jackson. Exactly. I don't know if there's going to be room for RG3, even though he's looked all right. I'd bet uh, against you, keeping him. I'd bet against yeah. him keeping him. I think you're right, Gabe. Me I too. think they roll with two, and if anything happens, they can call him yeah. the end of the year. Yeah. And um, we should note, though, they're playing the Colts tonight. So Andrew Luck, uh, we'll get another look of Andrew Luck. They're expecting Andrew Luck to play into the, the first quarter. Yeah. Yeah. And then maybe into the second quarter. But I wouldn't not, screw around with Luck with his injuries. They're not uh, history. They're not playing him the yeah. whole half or anything. They yeah. said basically two to four series, yeah, which that, would be, that would be enough. Yeah. Um, they get Baltimore, but from a betting standpoint, guys, I want to bring out the fact the Baltimore Ravens have now won ten consecutive preseason games outright. Wow. How about that? Ten straight money line. <laughs> Minus one twenty-five. Yeah, it's very. It's a very, very short price tonight, too. Very short price. I like it. I, I'm taking them. Yeah, I'm gonna. Ta- I think I'm gonna. What's sh- the spread? <laughs> one and, is it one and a half? Minus two right now. Yeah, one and a half, two. Yeah, sounds like chaos. Sounds chaos. like there's chaos in New York too. There, yeah, there are sirens here, yeah. sirens there. It's 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 Armageddon. It's Midtown Manhattan. <laughs> you're, you're lucky that's all. We we're only hearing one siren during this 40 minute call. That's it. That's you a, know the that's the that's the under that hit the under in this 40 minute segment. The, uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars, interesting, with Blake Bortles. They have Super Bowl aspirations. I think they're going to regress this year. Yeah, what do you year. think, Cam? Like, Bortles played I'm going to be honest with you. Jacksonville win total, it's one of my highest plays under. I think the division's getting stronger. Jalen Ramsey running Yeah, I'm telling totally you, Jacksonville's going to get a little. Number, uh, what's not, nine? That's an under for you? Yes, well, it is. I have the Titans winning the division, so I'm with your narrative. But under nine, is that's low. 
I'm seeing no, eight, eight and a half. I, 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 I don't think the, ja- I think the Jaguars are seven, eight win team at best this year. Really? Yep. You think they're going to regress that much? I really do. I think Blake Bortles, you even saw in the playoff game against Buffalo, they weren't that effective. I know Leonard Fournette's good. They got a good defense, but they went that far against New England. They didn't get over the hump. The rest of the division's getting better, and they're going to be frothing at the mouth. I think Jacksonville's going to like rest on their laurels a little bit. I like what Marone's done there, but there's too many teams ascending. And that's why I think it's an under total at night. That used to be called the AFC Soft. It's legit now. I know it is. I think is. the Titans are, look, I think they're getting enough pub, but I've been a huge flag waver for them this entire preseason. I like Mariota. I like the two backs. I think Davis has a nice season and Walker as well. I think they're going to win that division. So it goes along with your narrative about Jet. Seven and a half. With an ascendant, with an ascendant, um, division because the Texans I have my doubts but they obviously can be competitive especially if those two defenders come back and are anywhere close to 100% and then you have the Colts who Andrew Luck got to eight wins when the team around him was putrid just a couple of years ago yeah that division it's crazy like you got uh, Tennessee with their eight flat Jacksonville's nine flat the Houston Texans eight and a half and the Colts six and a half win totals. Competitive division, very competitive. Yeah. You know, like I, I go in if I'm doing the power ranking, I'm going to make the Houston, Houston Texans. Texans I agree to beat then Tennessee. And I think Tennessee can beat Jacksonville this year. I think then you move Jacksonville down. I have my concerns about uh, Bill O'Brien. I mean, he's doesn't matter. He's nine and seven yeah. every year. It's just it is what he is. But they have so much talent. If Deshaun Watson can stay healthy. I think the Houston Texans could be like an 11-win team uh, this year and, and win this division. I'm intrigued by Tennessee as well. I'm, I'm a big Mike Vrabel guy. I have confidence in Mike Vrabel. You know, we got to see Marcus Mariota needs to take that next step uh, this year, doesn't he? I yeah, mean, that, he's good, that, but he's got to become great. That new offensive coordinator is Matt LaFleur. He was the QB coach in L.A. last year. He, he has to be at least somewhat given credit for Jared Goff's success. Uh, LaFleur has also been in the room when RG3 was having his greatest successes when Matt Ryan uh, was having a lot of success. So he's been around very successful quarterbacks. I thought play calling was a huge negative to Mariota's play last year in addition to him being banged up. I think they run a lot more play action. It helps Deion Lewis. It helps Mariota. And I think this offense uh, gets up and running. If they can cover people on the outside on defense, that front seven is pretty good. If the additions of Malcolm Butler and now Kenny Vaccaro, because Jonathan Cyprian went down, end up being positives, I think the defense can actually be top half to top 10 in the league. So couple it with that offense, I'm taking the over all day on the Titans. One thing we'll talk, we'll talk, we'll tell you about the, um, the Houston Texans, easiest schedule in the national football they league. Do. Now do, I mean, I'm always, yeah, like I'm always, it's always debatable, right? When you want to talk about how do you come with a strength of schedule? A lot of times they just take the records of the team from last year. Yeah. I think the best way to do it is actually take the win totals for this year. You know, that's so the Vegas projections for this year. And a lot of people have sort of figured that out. But I know Warren Sharp, who I have a lot of respect for, who's a big numbers guy, and he's big into the schedule research and stuff like this. He was saying Houston has the easiest schedule. And even just sort of the cookie cutters breaking it down. I mean, if you you look at the Houston Texans schedule, it's – you know, they, they, they're, the teams have a combined record of 116 and 140, a 453 winning percentage. If you look at the um, 
you look at the divisions that they play, they play the NFC East and the AFC West. The AFC West, the AFC is, West is going to regress. You see how many problems there are there. Yeah, and then even the NFC East, the Cowboys and... and I think the Cowboys are a down year. Redskins have a lot of question marks. Yeah, Gi- yeah, Giants will be better, but yeah, no, I like I, I I'm all over, I'm all in for Houston over eight and a half, buddy. Yeah, I think Houston are a dangerous team. Sean Watson needs to stay healthy. He does, and and, and, and you worry about the, the second the second year with his, but I think Deshaun Watson always on a small sample size was absolutely lethal. He he has the potential. You talk about Cam Newton. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Decisions on the Fantasy Sports uh, Network continues. I am uh, Gabriel Morenzi. A little chaotic uh, here yep. with the uh, the ins and the outs. We never know. <laughs> hey, yeah, you know, I, just, I can't, can't hear anything anyway, Morenzi. I just uh, still still upset about that uh, survivor pool. But what can you know? Down to down to nine people, and uh, the twenty grand is uh, up in smoke. It was a good run. It was a strange. It was a strange uh, series lose. that you guys got involved with, right? A five-game yeah. series. There's a lot of things going on too. We didn't really uh, talk the way we usually talk about it, and you know, we would have been gone anyway. I think the Nationals—they've uh, been pissing it away too. That was probably our other option. So I'm not going to make any excuses. They had the Marlins in a series, and I'll tell you something, Gabe. Washington is going to be my biggest fade down the stretch. I know we faded them a couple times this year, but this team is not catching anybody. Uh, I, don't, I don't care. They, they have major, major problems on that team, and they just don't look like they're going to dig down deep and fight to get back in it. They're done. They're in big trouble. It was a weird series that you guys were in because it was a five-game series. Yep. Well, we had two-gamer with Boston, in and out, and then we had that doubleheader the double header game in the first game with Philadelphia where they yeah. scored 20, what they scored 25 runs. And then of course it ends up with a weird game at the little league world series yeah, in yeah. another stadium. Yeah. He texts me, what the F we're going to be in Williamsport. I'm like, I'm just watching this. I'm seeing Vargas on the Hill. They're wearing like different yeah, uniforms, yeah, different uniforms, big owls getting play hey, everybody. I'm big owl. I hit dingers. You know what I mean? I was, I'm just sitting there. And I couldn't even get mad. Like I was just laughing at kind of idiots. We are, but that's the way. If you're going to go out, we go out a hell of a run. You yeah. made it all the way to August. Yeah, late August. Yeah. Pretty impressive. Yeah, it's very tough. A lot of guys got knocked out with uh, Philadelphia, too. I think there's only a couple people left, and they'll probably split the pot. Yeah. I, I do the negotiating call if there's only two teams left. Hey, let's, you know, you want 10? I want 10. Sold. For 10 grand, would you do it? Or would you go for the 20? No, no. You want to go for no the 20? No one's going to do that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I could use 10 grand. Well, it's NFL Survivor uh, time. Yeah, how many uh, leagues are you going to go into this year? I got a couple of. Uh, I always, I always have my own, right? So uh, people have been asking me about it. I guess I'll run a Survivor pool uh, once again. How, now, mu- how much? A hundred dollar entry. Oh, I'm in. I'll, I'll get in this uh, year for fun. Two years ago, we had uh, fifty-five people in it. It was pretty crazy. That's nice. Last year, 
Last year, it was like it was less. We only had like 27 or 30 or something. I remember the years when Red Heat and Rage, we were doing it. Uh, it was an hour, and we were in the other booth doing Morency Unfiltered back on the TV yeah, side. Won. Yeah, and the best was the guy. Remember, you go, hey, Cam, look at this email. Guy's like, hey, Gabe, I'll give you this much money for whatever. You're like, screw off. Like He tried to lowball you on the offer, and you're like, God, I got to win this pool. I really need the money. Yeah. <laughs> it was like desperate times financially, and you actually well, I was the, I was the commissioner, <laughs> yeah. right? And the money sometimes gets well, I kinda, I was kind of I felt like a jerk a bit but yeah. basically he asked he wanted to split the money yeah you're like yeah and i said no nah, i don't really want to split it to be honest i said i'm the commissioner and i don't you know what i mean i, I want to win it here <laughs> and i was the one that offered him i offered him 2k out of the five i said i'll give you 2k yeah. right now if and you he want. told you to stuff it he said no yeah. then he lost like the yeah. next week right think of the 2k <laughs> i won because of the atlanta falcons that year wasn't that the crazy game against the Chiefs? It was against the Packers. Packers, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Packers. It was both. It was both. I had the once I had the Falcons and against the Packers. And remember, they needed to score a touchdown in like forty yeah. seconds, and they did. They went yeah. all the way down I the field and scored. Crazy game. And then later in the year, he lost by having the Chiefs at the Falcons. That's what it was. Where the Chiefs scored a touchdown to like tie the game late. And the extra point got blocked or something stupid, and the Falcons returned it, if you remember. <laughs> yes, yes. That's how you won five yeah. grand. Oh, I think they went for two, yeah. and they picked it off. Like basically, that's what, they, yeah. that's what they did. Yeah, I think it was two points, and they took it yeah. back the yeah, other way or something. They yeah. were about to lose, and they yeah. took it back the other way to win. Wow. <laughs> that's how the guy lost, the survivor. That's, that's, that's how That is torture. In week 15, yeah. too. Oh, yeah. I, I can feel his pain watching the Mets play the Phillies in a Little League park. Uh, this is uh, this is really cool, though, all right? This is something that the, the listeners can uh, participate in, and you're really going to like this. DailyRoto.com is putting more than $25,000 on the line for its subscribers this NFL season. So what they're going to do, DailyRoto.com is going to enter DFS contest on FanDuel, and we're going to bring you along for the free roll. You're going to have a chance to win big alongside Sports Grid CEO Jeremy Stein, one of only, one of the only men to have won uh, two separate million-dollar prizes uh, before in DFS. Each week, we're going to select lucky subscribers to sweat it out with us, and you're going to split 50% of the profit. I like it. No profit that week? No worry. Your name gets tossed back into the hat for the following week. Classy. Head over to dailyroto.com slash sweat. What was that guy's name again? Jeremy Stein. That sounds like a guy who will win you money. Uh, that sounds like a good name. Like I like when I, when I, when I hear Jeremy Stein, I, 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 I'm hearing rich. Yeah. Uh, He's got money in picks. Head to dailyroto.com slash sweat. Sweat. Yeah. <laughs> nice. And learn, I, I, learn, yeah. learn. Sweat. And learn how to get in on the action and your uh, share of $25,000. Sweat. That's dailyroto.com slash sweat. I like sweat. Yeah, I'm always yeah, sweating. Sweat. I'm always sweating. So, yeah, this is pretty cool. So, basically, uh, the way it's going to work, um, Jeremy Stein is going to put together a very, very good dailyroto.com algorithm backed yeah. lineup he's going to enter it in FanDuel football contests and a lucky a lucky listener is going to get to split half the money you get to ride it it's like a horse and jockey or a yeah. team and you're getting a good team very good team you're getting a team that's better than the team you would come up Definitely. with from a guy that's yeah. won multiple million dollar checks guys from, like uh, Stein guys. and Digmeyer they make money yeah so it's a great this is a great promotion actually this is one I, of the cooler ones we're doing well you know giving away the World Series tickets pretty epic too but um, this is this is very very cool. 
So uh, just go over to a dailyroto.com slash sweat. And if you don't, you're pretty stupid. <laughs> sweat. Now, you got to be a subscriber. So yeah. subscribe to Daily Roto. But if you want to win money in fantasy this year, you might as well just subscribe to Daily Roto. Exactly. It'll help you for your DFS. It'll help you for win your fantasy gambling. leagues. Everything. Yeah, it'll just help you for everything. And it'll pay for itself in the wins as well as um, as well as the great contest that you're going to get to uh, to participate in. Now, we're going to have um, the, the, you know what, Fantasy Factor actually have a Survivor Contest. We'll tell you about it a little bit later nice. on. But uh, Daily Roto, who is uh, by far the, the best projection and uh, algorithm, DFS. Best number crunchers. Yeah, they're, they're the best in the business without a doubt. Like Drew Dinkmeyer, Jeremy Stein, these guys have won sure. over a combined like $5 million, all right? So, and look, one of our listeners won $200,000 last week because of uh, the, uh, the optimizer. So, you know, there, there's, no, there's no disputing that Daily Roto's reputation speaks for itself. Yeah, Daily Roto, now with, um, now with the emergence of, uh, of sports betting and the popularity, obviously, of football betting, yeah. Daily Roto is putting together and has put together a computer program for bets. So it's going to be a computer uh, program, final score for the football game, uh, over-unders, um, props, player props, and uh, it's going to be a great tool to have. So basically, like, all the information that would take you time and time and time to crunch, they throw it in the supercomputer, yeah. and it spits out a no, number it's, based it's up on to you. Like a replicator. It's up to you how you use it. Yeah. It's the same way. Like basically, you know, the guy that won the $200,000 last week, because when, when the computer algorithm tells you players, it's not always going to be the top player. Yeah. You have to sort all right. It's going to be this yeah. guy, that guy, and that guy, and sort of try to optimize the yeah. lineup yourself. You know, you still have to do some clicking yourself here and figure it out. But me personally, as somebody that already does my own handicapping and have my own has has my own way of breaking down the games, is. Um, I'm going to like just to have this computer as well, and I will trust it, right? So I'll yeah. know, okay, so when I'm on the same thing and the computer's on the same thing, then I'm really going to like something, right? Yeah. It's like the opposite of that tout service when they go, hey, take the Giants against the Reds, and the Reds win 9-3 to three type yeah. of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's the good thing about this, too, is Daily is not a boiler room, right? Daily is already a very successful yeah. company as it is. They're not doing this as a hustle just for profit. They're yeah. doing it to share the expertise in a computer. And look at you know, if the computer, though, is so accurate with the player projections. Therefore, what is a game but a bunch of player projections added exactly. up together? Exactly. So it's going to help. So, you yeah. Numbers. So yeah. there I would imagine that there the the gaming algorithm will be it will be sharp as hell um, as well. And uh, we're going to be we're going to be going head to head with it, actually, too. Sports Rage versus the Machine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Machine. The Machine's yeah, coming rage, back. Yeah. Sports Rage versus the Machine. We're going to be going to do a head-to-head uh, with the Machine. But I look forward to using the Machine and um, and using it as a guide, especially for my prop bets, in which, you know, I really do like to bet a lot of prop bets. And for uh, when you went to my bookie and do AG, when you do those prop bets, member of the Prop Builder. We talked about it before. Yeah, yeah. If a guy's oh, exactly. if a guy's total six and a half, and you think he's going to blow up with like nine, ten receptions, 
you can go up there, get the plus money if you're really feeling it, which is nice to control how you want to do that, too. If you're feeling extra money, like for a running back, total 78.5. If you think he's going to go off for 130, boom. You know what I mean? You can build your own prop, which is very, very good. When you see plus money beside things, Morency, that's nice. So looking at week one for the survivor, week one, NFL, Atlanta Falcons and Philadelphia Eagles. That's not a survivor pick. Green Bay over Chicago is, even though it's a divisional game. Green Bay will be the most popular one. Everybody yeah. will take Green Bay. Or Saints over Bucks. Now, I'm very insane when it comes to this stuff, and I won because of that. I usually am pretty crazy, Cam, and take a pretty ballsy game in week one to sort of get it out of the way, and then I sort of have a head start on people that have used the easy way out. I, you know, but there's two ways of looking at it. If you get cocky like that, you get bounced, right? Yep. Or do you just go with the easiest one? Like, are you is that the one you're just going to go with? Like, sometimes it, it depends. I mean, it depends. I don't see. You know how. What it does? I don't see why it anyone would. It, it depends on the league. The other one, look, New York feast. Jets at Detroit Lions. Uh, hard Detroit. Detroit six and a half. But you trust the Lions, Matt Patricia's first. Not game. really. No, I don't. I don't trust the Lions because the the Jets might show up in that game. The Saints over the Buccaneers will be a popular I'm going to tell you something. People who, if they take New England, I'd be very, very, very worried about that game against Houston. Very worried. I'm taking a six and a half. I am, I've already betted at uh, seven and a half, eight. They're, uh, one of the sportsbooks had an early line. It's down to six and a half. Just for the record, if you guys are unaware, we'll blast through week one of the NFL right now. Uh, Atlanta Falcons at Philadelphia Eagles on Thursday night, September the 6th. Uh, that's the first game of the year. Of course, they played uh, last year in the playoffs. Yep. Atlanta would have beaten them if Julie Julio Jones didn't slip. Actually, yep, that's true. People forget that how close Philadelphia they, they came to losing. I, I know, <laughs> dude. It was fourth. It was first and goal from the four. And like every stupid team, for some reason, they threw the ball every time. Right? They just made it harder on themselves. Yeah. And it came down to fourth down. And if you remember, Matt Ryan was pretty shaky. Too. He, was. he was slow getting the ball out all the time, and and, I, and we knew it. I was like, just give the ball to Coleman and uh, who's the other dude? Coleman and Freeman. Freeman. It's like just power the ball in, guys. But no, no, they threw it. And I think it was fourth. It was first and goal from the five for four. And on fourth down, Matt Ryan rolled out. Yep. He rolled out to the right. Julio Jones slipped yes, and fell, kind of. Yes, he did. But he got up, yep. and he still nearly caught right. it, right? If he doesn't slip, he's catching it. The, the, that was, whole Eagles story never wow. happens. Yeah, I know. It's not unbelievable. Because the DB on the Eagles is, like, nowhere near as big as Jones. But it was destiny that Jones fell. It wasn't meant to be for them, right? No. But I'm just stating they were right there with them. I'm not in a hurry to take the Falcons here, but uh, Buffalo Bills are at the Baltimore Ravens. It's six. The Eagles are laying four. The Ravens are laying I, six. I think the Ravens will kill Buffalo week one. You do, huh? Because it's a road game. If the game was in Buffalo, I would uh, change my tune. That team on the road, Baltimore is a pretty good home team. I think I'll. Uh, I think they'll win That's that game. A lot game. of points. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I, 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 if it's under a touchdown, I think the Ravens. The Colts lay three in week one of the Bengals. I don't think the Colts should be favored, but it's that's, a, that's a tough game. Pass. New England Patriots are six-and-a-half-point favorites against the Texans. I'll the total is 51. I'll go with the Texans with and the, the Texans over. too. The Jacksonville Jaguars are three-point road favorites at the New York Giants. Giants have been a trendy pick. It was like four, yeah. four-and-a-half. It's been bet down. 
Like a great pass rusher, the Roto Experts will help you sack your fantasy football competition. When you register for their exclusive Edge Fantasy Package, you get a cheat sheet generator plus a player database with sortable projections and rankings from the best in the business. And you can join the fantasy conversation in the 24-7 Slack chat channel. Visit rotoexperts.com to register for the exclusive Edge Fantasy Package and enter the promo code FNTSY and you get a 10% discount. That's the rotoexperts.com exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package promo code FNTSY. So now I'm hearing music, music coming back yeah. here, but whatever's going on, like uh, let's try to uh, get it figured out here moving forward for for the next uh, commercial break. I have some good news for you, though, Marenzi. I don't know if you really need my support, but uh, Oakley's on another vacation, so I'm gonna I can hang out with the DFS hour with you, buddy. You so I can I, I'll try to be your uh, lifeline if you if you need anything. Uh, this guy's got more vacation time than. Uh, somebody from sweden god I, I remember i went on a vacation when i was in the uh, grand cayman i was talking to this guy from sweden he's like oh well we get 14 weeks a year <laughs> i got pushy say settle down stop uh talking over the advertisements well uh, what's going on wait what, who said pushy yeah he says we're talking over the yeah, ads yeah, we yeah. can't hear what's going no, on settle down pushy yeah, pushy stop pushing yeah, yeah pushy you know what pushy, pushy. You're getting a little pushy yeah we like you pushy now you're gonna be uh, on the list i think we might have to push you back pushy <laughs> Drusilla says it's eight breaks on whole no, show. We've already here. done nine. It's over. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whoever took the over prop, come cash it in at the window because it's over. Cardano made it six flat. It's the lock of the year. We've already, on a normal show, we have eight. So on top of it. So I guess the, the real line would be 14. I think we're there. Oh, buddy, I, it's all right. I, I just heard just. It's all right. It's preseason. Yeah. We're getting ready for yeah, yeah. for yeah. We're, we're getting ready for the season, man. Yeah, yeah. It's preseason right now. It's, so you know, yeah. I mean, there could be uh, there there could be a little bit of uh, things happening. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It's been an adventure, though. Sure has. A lot of a qu- lot of a lot of questioning. Like you're looking at me, and sometimes you look at me, you're not talking and typing, so I'm talking, but I'm not on the air, so I don't know really. You know, we'll just keep on talking. Well, it's like Mike Blewett was just sort of randomly cutting in and out when he, yeah, you know, sorry, he was guys also, talking. There was like, also, like, kind of like the background feed thing going on when he was talking, too. I don't know what's, uh, I don't know what's happening, buddy. It's Monday. It's Monday. Yeah. Great start <laughs> to the week. Yeah, we got a baseball board. Uh, Great start. One NFLX uh, preseason game. Yeah. Colts and Colts and Ravens. So, Football's around the know. corner, but we're giving away World Series tickets uh, right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Yeah. It's time to the winner. Uh, this time is to the winner of a free DFS baseball contest. The contests are sponsored by DKMS. Are looking for your help in the fight against blood cancer. For many patients, a bone marrow transplant is the best chance for survival. Thirty percent of patients can find a matching donor in their families, but seventy percent, nearly fourteen thousand each year, must rely on strangers. Find out how you can help the cause, and you can also win 2018 World Series tickets playing free daily fantasy baseball 
by going to dailyroto.com slash DKMS. That's dailyroto.com slash DKMS. Your ticket to the World Series and um, a blood cancer patient's ticket to life. And Drew Dinkmeyer will join us at 6 o'clock, actually. Yeah, go, go through uh, the baseball lineup tonight, 10 games on the board, Morency. Yeah, he's it's one of the best in the business. Uh, it's interesting. you got a guy like Corey Kluber, but he's going up against Boston, and those are dangerous sticks. Then Garrett got, Cole's do, expensive. Do you, do you want to pay for Garrett Cole? I, I don't. Know. know what I might be doing? Giolito? No, I'm not, doing, I'm not going down uh, Giolito Boulevard there. What, Gelato or Giolito? Know where I'm going? Wheeler. Yeah, Wheeler. Deal, Wheeler dealer. I, I think Wheeler's a, a very good price for the suddenly uh, – the Mets can score some runs with those big uh, home run bats. And uh, what were they up against San Francisco? We're on the same page. I'm, brutal, brutal. I like, I like Wheeler here tonight as well. I, how do you not? The guy's been absolutely, like, start, like his numbers are off the charts. I threw together five, six starts. I threw together an NFL DFS lineup for the Monday Night Football game that we'll share with people as well. Yep. It's interesting because it's they're all flex positions. Exactly. So did you do four quarterbacks in it? Uh, yeah. I had, a feeling, I, did I, had a, I had a feeling you would. I did three. Can I guess? Well, I did Flacco. Uh, yeah, you got RG3? No, I did four, actually. Yeah, you, you do RG3? No, he's the one I did. Oh, did. interesting. Let me see. Actually, wait, 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 wait. Let me see. Yeah, I think I got them all in here. <laughs> Might as well put, all, put five guys in there because the quarter, quarterback, you never know. They're going to definitely get the most DFS points. I don't know how long Flacco's going to play for probably, what do you think? Quarter? Quarter and change? Yeah, I got Andrew Luck, Jacoby Brissett. Lamar Jackson, Joe Flacco, and RG3. Interesting. Quarterback you. You got the whole damn team. And one, one, what was your other guy? Chester Rogers. Actually, I looked at Chester Rogers. I was going to say, you know what? No one's going to be a big uh, factor. Well, Ty Hilton's out tonight. D- Dixon, though. T.Y. Hilton's out. I think out. Dixon, they want to get him some touches tonight. They were talking about He's been very disappointing. Gabe, we loved him yeah, at Louisiana I Tech. Know, I think they're, they're going to feed him All lot. these guys get the touches. They don't get enough yeah. fantasy points. Um. Yeah, Chester here. Chester. Chester. Chester, um, he's trying to nail down the second spot. So I think he's basically going to be the number one wide receiver coming into the game tonight for the Colts. Yeah. I don't really want to pick on this Baltimore defense, but I don't know. It's, it's preseason. A, it's a weird DFS game tonight. It just it just is. It didn't, no one really jumped off the page of me. The other night I won money doing this. Yes. Let's see the picture. Again. Like Christian on Friday Kirk, night yeah. I won. Oh, touchdowns, touchdowns, and more touchdowns. But on Friday night I won with having multiple quarterbacks. It's an interesting, you know, format. So basically, you know, it would be interesting if they're going to do this in a regular season as well. So it's basically the crown. So I made Andrew Lux got the crown. And uh, so I got Andrew Lux, Jacoby Brissett, Lamar Jackson, Joe Flacco, RG3, and Chester Rogers. So I'm always going to get production from from any quarterback that's out there. It's interesting because you can take all quarterbacks because, like I said, it's every position's the flex in this format. And it's better to do that because you don't know which running back. You know what I mean? They might go between the third and the fourth guy. Exactly. With quarterback play, you make a couple throws for 24, 17 yards. It adds up a lot quicker. You're right. The flex position in the showdown with Crown should you should have a couple, at least a few quarterbacks on your roster for sure. It only makes sense. It makes total sense. So I, 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 no, it's actually a really good strategy, man. Come to think of it, you just got to pick which guy's going to have the crown because you get the the bonus points. Like LeBron yeah. James, like LeBron James had the, the the king had the crown in that game when we did, when they introduced it back in the NBA season. He went bananas because you get extra points. Was it triple the points? The crown? Uh, no, no. It's it's time du- and a half. Time and a half. Time and a half. Okay. Yeah, one and a half. One and a half is the crown. One and a half. 
I like your Wheeler pick here. And I'll be honest, I really didn't look at the baseball board here too much uh, tonight. Uh, I got a, I, actually, I got a couple lineups in baseball too. I did, uh, I did uh, with your boy, uh, knock knock, knocking on wood. Wood's my other uh, pitcher, I think, for the Dodgers tonight against St. Louis at home. Uh, it's going to be a real interesting uh, battle in that division. Hey, buddy, Arizona came back. It looked like they were in trouble against San Diego. They got it done. The Dodgers absolutely kicked ass in the last game after some frustrating uh, losses. So it's really going down the, the, the wire in the West there. Very, very tight races. So uh, tonight, uh, Chris Archer, ever since they acquired Chris Archer, they sort of hit a little bit of a wall, the Pittsburgh Pirates. I think Archer did. might be a good play tonight, though. I know. I was thinking about it. He was, uh, he's on one of my teams. I did two, and uh, Archer's... Archer's with uh, Wheeler on one team, and I minus, got Wood. Minus 135 tonight, Archer. You got Cashner and the Blue Jays. Blue Jays just a train wreck, as expected. You know what? They're Bal- not going over Bal- the number. Baltimore's horrible, too. I think I'll t- the, what, what's the line in that game? Well, one thing we do know, the Blue Jays. They own, own the Orioles. Yeah, they always beat them. Yeah, I don't want to lay 80 cents with Estrada, though. Pass. That's the problem. Too much juice. The Giolito and the White Sox at the Twins. That's an ugly game. I'll tell you something. The White Sox might be a live dog. This uh, Gonzalez could be. Gonzalez is called up. Uh, not Gonzalez, but Gonzalez. Yeah, it's Gonzalez. Yeah. Hey, Gonzalez versus Giolito. So I'll tell you, the White Sox were down yesterday, six nothing to Kansas City. Game. I actually live bet them at plus nine hundred seventy-five, and they came back and won. I only put ten bucks on it just for a joke, but they scored seven unanswered runs. Gonzalez, they say he is a good pitcher, but he has a walk problem. And he's averaging almost like, you know, five base on balls per nine. That is an issue. And I'll tell you one thing, the White Sox, I hate to say this, the White Sox and Twins are a sneaky both DFS play tonight. That game has the highest implied total at nine and a half. You wouldn't really think that, but you know what? The White Sox are hitting the ball. The Twins are hot at home. And you got Giolito and Gonzalez out there. This game might have a lot of runs in it. I think the over nine and a half is well worth a look. Yeah, I don't understand how the Texas-Oakland game is higher. I That's the thing. And that almost feels like weird. With fires and cologne, it's eight and a half. You would have made that nine and a half, would you not? Um, where's weird. The, where's the Milwaukee Brewer game? Too? Milwaukee is minus two thirty versus. Uh, their their total is nine. nine. You're right. Yeah. So it's, that, nine, it's the second nine, highest total. Nine is nine. There, yeah. Chase Anderson's actually pretty cheap on DraftKings tonight. Um, yeah. So you got a big game. Hard to believe that the Indians and the Red Sox and these teams these teams can play in the playoffs, obviously. But the Indians and the Red Sox, first time they're playing all year, Ken, tonight. They haven't played yep. each other all year. So you've got two uh, Cy Young award-winning pitchers here with Kluber versus Porcello. Yep. Porcello won a Cy Young, too. Yep. Game's a pick on minus 110 on each side. I'm going to tell you, I lean Cleveland I'm in this game. game. I am going to bet it, not for probably only a half unit on this game. I think Kluber has been pitching his ass off recently. He's starting to show that form. It's very hard to go against Boston at, at Fenway. Coming off that loss to Tampa Bay. Their bats weren't really good. Uh, they were probably looking ahead to Cleveland, but in an advantage, I'll take Kluber over Purcello, and I believe the Indians want to make a statement. I'll take Cleveland at minus 110. Not a huge play, though. I'm not liking anything in baseball, to be honest. I'm going to bet the football game, and we'll see unless uh, you can convince me otherwise, Cam. Or um, I'd put the Houston Astros in a parlay. Or uh, Drew Dinkmeyer really, yeah. really likes sort of an angle on a pitcher. He really thinks some one team's going to load up on somebody. Uh, we got San Francisco. You know, I guess Milwaukee at minus 230. You would figure against Homer Bailey, you know, that they should light him up. You got San Francisco against Wheeler. That game's also a pick em. Total seven and a half there. Homer, Dolt, Bailey um, against Chase Anderson. Minus 230 there. Bartolo Colon on the hill tonight. Uh, you know. Yeah, Mike putting out fires? I guess, man. Uh, maybe a, maybe an, an Oakland-Milwaukee parlay is plus 115. That's all right. 
Garrett Cole, minus 170. That's you actually lay, a good price. You want to lay that, though, on the road? Yeah, I do. Uh, against King Felix? Yeah, I do. I, I think I think Houston, uh, minus 170, is actually a cheap price when you actually have to lay, what do you lay, 230 with Milwaukee? What, what, Milwaukee's like a huge favorite in that game. Yeah, they're minus 230. And then Fires is minus 200. Texas still has some bats. I, when I'm looking at the lines and evaluating them, I think that one actually is a cheaper price. It kind of scares me a little bit because I thought Houston would be minus 200 on the road against the Mariners, and they're only minus 170. So interesting stuff there. Jays minus 180 too much. St. Louis Cardinals have been a very hot baseball team as of late. Yeah. I'll tell you, hey, pitching change in this other Braves game. What, what, we see uh, B. Wilson in, change of pitcher for Archer. So that line's gone from minus 125 to minus 135. I thought uh, yeah, Wilson, Gossman, yeah. Gossman was yeah, supposed to be point. pitching that's tonight for point. Atlanta. Gossman, former Orioles pitcher, was supposed to go, but now it's B. Wilson going for uh, the Braves. I think I like Pittsburgh tonight. I'm going to put that one on the list. We talk about the St. Louis Cardinals being hot 14-4 and four in their last 18 games. Yeah, they're very – they got some really nice young players. Looking, at the, uh, looking at the biggest streaks uh, right now, Major League Baseball, St. Louis Cardinals are 14-4 and four in their last 18 games. Colorado Rockies heating up 8-1. Uh, and one. They're a very streaky team. They're 8-1 yeah. in their last nine. Cle- uh, the Cleveland Indians, the Tribe, 14-4 and four in their last 18 uh, games. The uh, Toronto Blue Jays just four and ten in their last fourteen baseball games. Baltimore Orioles four and twelve over the last uh, sixteen, as far as over under runs are concerned. A lot of under runs going on here right now. The Oakland Athletics are ten three and one to the under in their past fourteen games. The uh, Pittsburgh Pirates are seven and one to the under in their last eight games. The San Francisco Giants are six one and one to the under in their last eight games. The Colorado Rockies are seven and two to the under. So look at that. The Rockies are 8-1, and one, Cam, in their last nine, and 7-2 and two to the under. So basically, man, imagine if you were playing Rocky under parlays, you would have won seven of the last nine games. It's unbelievable. No, they've been getting great starting pitching. Yeah. You saw this Braves series. And your Chicago White Sox. Yep. They're, they're winning games. Uh, they're on an overrun right oh, now. Oh, yeah. They're 5-1-1 five, five, one one to the over. Breaking the ball right now with no pitching. I've got Avila, actually, in my lineup tonight, White Sox. Yeah, there's a lot. Oh, uh, Garcia? Yeah, there's a couple other guys. Uh, look. Oh, yeah, Avisel. Yeah, 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 you're talking, yeah, you're talking about Garcia there? Avisel, yeah, my bad. Yeah, no, it's okay. No, <laughs> I, I, I can't bad. believe I knew. I, I don't know if you were talking about Avisel like, Garcia. Garcia, yeah. He's, he's actually... Another guy, Tim Anderson's a dangerous guy for uh, the White Sox. There's tonight. just so many of these. Jose Abreu, Azdrubal, and all oh, these I new know. names that we never had yeah, to say. It's before. like Gargamel's cat, Azria. Yeah, I don't Azra, know what the hell's Azra, going on. Azra, I haven't like, seen the Smurfs in 30 years. I know it's driving me nuts. It, the names are so hard to pronounce, too, man. I know the White Sox got a lot of them. Like, dude, how many Garcias do you think there are? In the league? Yeah. Oh, I. Uh, 32. I'm seeing seven. Uh, it seems low. I'm not just on DraftKings. Name Garcia for tonight. That's for tonight. Avisale Garcia. Yeah, yep. Jamie Garcia. Garcia. Or is that Jaime? Jaime, yeah, yeah. Jimmy. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. Yimmy. Yeah. Yimmy. Yimmy Garcia. Yimmy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Right now there's two, four. There's seven. Just That's just tonight. Yeah. What's this one? Lurie. Lurie. <laughs> yeah. It's not like Leroy. That's like yeah. in a Spanish That's the white, Leroy. That's the white Lurie. side. Yeah, Lurie's Leroy. Lurie, yeah. <laughs> okay, this is the one I was confused with, too. I've got Azevedo Garcia yeah, yeah, on yeah. the Cardinals. Adolis. Yeah, that's right. Adolis Garcia. Oh, yeah, Adolis. <laughs> on the White Sox, you got Willie Garcia. There's, there's 
I think there's two or three Garcias in the White Sox lineup tonight. And then you got uh, just a nice, simple Greg Garcia on the Cardinals. You're right. There's two Garcias on the White Sox. You got Lurie and Avisale uh, hitting two and five. And then they're Greg. Yeah, Greg Garcia. <laughs> Hello. What's your name, Greg? I'm, I'm Greg Garcia. Oh man, you're right. Like, look at this. It's a lot of Gar. You just put the name Garcia in there. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, a lot, a lot of Garcias in the jukebox, buddy. Let's see, a lot of Rodriguez is. Oh yeah, there's going to be a lot of Rodriguez. There's only three. Only three. So Garcia's the four or four today. So Rodriguez, Sean Rodriguez, yeah, Richard Rodriguez, Rodriguez. Derek Rodriguez, San Francisco, San Francisco Forty Nine er, yeah. Uh, giant, giant. <laughs> no, you got football on the brain, buddy. Eduardo, <laughs> Eduardo, Eduardo. Yeah, good call, Eduardo Rodriguez. Let's see what other? What's another popular name? Uh, yeah, yeah, they're all. Uh, like I said Hispanic. Uh, yeah. It's more and more and more baseball. But there's now. a lot of Castillo. Let me give me Castillo here. I'm gonna go. I bet four. All right, we want to tell people uh, five. We want to tell people about Bet DSI. BetDSI celebrating 20 years as the industry's biggest and safest betting site. They have great customer service, fast, easy uh, payments. You can play virtually every sport over at BetDSI with hundreds of wagering options, including live in-game wagering at all major sporting events where uh, you can uh, bet anytime uh, in-game. BetDSI runs uh, sign-up and deposit uh, promotions year-round. If you want to uh, get to do the rollover requirements, you get a big-time bonus. Uh, For a limited time, using promo code FNTSY, Bet DSI is offering up to $2,500. Ooh, yeah. It's a big one. That's a big one. $2,500 on your first deposit. Use promo code FNTSY and try out BetDSI.com. That's BetDSI.com, promo code FNTSY. Head over and start winning today. Did I tell you, Marancy, I had some uh, interesting things happen yesterday despite being out of the survivor pool. I hit a 10-game parlay. You hit a 10-game parlay? What, yeah, baseball? and I almost hit a 12-game parlay, if not for... Uh, the Calgary Stampeders losing outright. I just threw in on the money line, and oh god, I so wish ten. I wish I had, yeah, ten dollars paid six hundred ninety-six dollars. Nice. Yeah, it was it was a pretty good day. Now that I lost uh, all that money, uh, how'd you do on the golf over the weekend? I didn't have Snedeker wire to wire. Oh, and I got a CT Pan story for you. You're not going to believe what happened on 18. No one's talking about it. Right, Somebody true, actually killed that guy. True Dinkmeyer. We'll join us on the other side. We'll talk some Major League Baseball DFS with somebody that knows what the hell he's talking about. Game time decisions continues. <laughs>